0: And
1: welcome. Diamond Dreams Miami up and in, episode
0: 38. So good. So good.
1: DJ ADSR.
0: Instagram, ADSR underscore music. Wilbur Reyes. Check him out. He's doing some big things. Getting his name out there real well. Man, that hits hard. Yeah, it hits hard. It's good.
1: And some of you saw Wilbur on on Mike's Diamond Dreams Miami Instagram. (laughs) They build... um, what do you even call that? A like lifeguard a, tower? Yeah, like a lifeguard uh, tower. Nicholas
0: Fernandez's dad from Yeah, George Team Fernandez.
1: Green. Good job. Yeah. And Mike was like, Amandito, come up here, bro. And I was like, nah, bro. It was during <laughs> practice. There was a bunch of people there. And I'm like, if I slip and fall, that's on oh, only and date, bro.
0: Come on, man. You're going to. You're my, 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 my boy, oh, yeah, my boy under, Lenny over there at only in date, oh, yeah, that'll don't, come up. Oh, yeah. Don't <laughs> underestimate yourself, bro. You're a, su- you're a prime athlete, bro. You're a prime guy right now.
1: I don't know. I don't know, and man. And an
0: ADSR jumped up there in two steps. Oh yeah, he grabbed, grabbed and He was sitting up there. He has like two feet Over. on me though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you're a little lower. I'm all, and the, all of five foot You're three. a little lower, and the chair is a little higher. Oh, it's very. So high. you got two things against you there.
1: How was the view from up there.
0: It was nice, stable. Yeah,
1: <laughs> stable.
0: Nice. Nah, it's nice, nice, uh, nice piece of carpentry there by, by George. Big time. Big yeah, time.
1: man, no, great, great job. It, it looks it looks nice. You yeah, know, Ma- Michael will be watching everything they say from carpenters,
0: up there. they say are the um, nicest guys, like Jesus Christ. Jesus, Joseph. Jesus, yeah, Joseph, carpenters. So good job, man. Geppetto? Carpers, carpenters, carpenters. <laughs> good at what they do. <laughs> Geppetto. You know? Humbling. So Geppetto was him, a good dude, man. I told him I put him in a better category now because he's a good <laughs> carpenter. <So. laughs>
1: He's in a holy category. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Well, good job, George. Good job, Wilbur. Yep. And um, as always, brought to you by Diamond Jeans
0: Miami Academy. Diamond Jeans Miami, we're here. DM us uh, on Instagram or reach out to me, 305-219-2957. Registration's open. We have our Super 2s program, our 3s program, our Rookies program. And we're looking uh, to get as many T-ballers as we can, uh, 5 and under. And uh, going to look forward to have a really good league. Have a really good spring with our upper division. So I'm sorry, man, a very good fall, very good fall season. So right now we're just training, fun. training hard. Week two, week two, you see who's up, you see who's down.
1: Yeah, man, and the practices have been cool, you know, and, and the kids folds. are doing a lot.
0: Sometimes you see who folds.
1: Those six U's, you know, learning how to catch in the air.
0: It's, it's been a different setup. It's been a different uh, structure. You know, I would always tell everybody that when you get to our six U program, it changes quite a bit from the T-ball program. So, you know, when you're making that transition from t-ball to coach pitch, play summer ball because you'll be catching up in uh, August, September. And we'll so. talk
1: about it a little bit more, man. But I remember growing up playing at Pascual um, Academy. It was year-round, you know. You started in January. At some point, you know, some kids would go off and play boys club, but there was always academy on Saturdays.
0: Yeah, and I remember also that I would play summer ball in Glades, which Glades always had a summer league. And then they had a summer league up to about four or five years ago. But um, I remember playing summer ball all the time. It was the only time my dad let me pitch.
1: Oh, nice. He didn't let me pitch in fall
0: or spring. He let me pitch in the summer.
1: How was uh, Mike Quintana the pitcher?
0: A lot of strikes. A lot of strikes. ERA? A lot of strikes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, though. Threw a lot of strikes. I pitched twice fun.
1: in my life. It didn't go too well. It's okay. It's funny.
0: I pitched a, a couple of innings in the minors, Armando. I came in on a blowout. I happened to have the day off. He's like, we need someone to throw. I'm like, I'll throw. I've always wanted to throw. So I went to the bullpen. I warmed up. Came in there. And um, one thing after another, I end up having to face Edwin and Carnacion with bases loaded. <laughs> that was kind of good. Yeah, and in the minor leagues, I I was a monster. He was ready, like four for four that game, four for five. You know, I'm out there pitching. I'm just throwing a fastball. I'm like 81, 82. But when I see he comes up, I'm like, man, I'm gonna run. I'm gonna ram this. I'm gonna run this up here a little bit. I'm gonna throw a little harder. So Armando, that pitch, I reared back and I threw a little more. Oh my God, I was going straight to like his front left shoulder. The guy swung at it, flew out to in foul territory. That oh third wow! Base. Got the third out. It's pretty wild, right?
1: That's insane.
0: So he wasn't four for five anymore. It was on four for six. But <laughs> the next day I was so sore because the way you pitch on the mound is so different from the way you throw. I was so sore on my right side. Oh, my God. It was terrible. I had to you remember
1: when Cansego days. came out and pitched and tore and destroyed his every arm. ligament in yep. his arm?
0: It's not It's not that easy. People think it's easy. Oh, you get up there and pitch. No, man. it's, it's, it's <laughs> That home plate looks far. 60 feet, 6 inches. But, man, it looks far. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Home plate looks tiny. You, you got to respect get, you, the pitchers. We need them. We love them.
1: You didn't get cute and start throwing some some. Nuts no, 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 no.
0: But I, I realized quick that I probably shouldn't volunteer anymore. It's not <laughs> I my feel style. like, nope, not, my not, thing. not doing it. Yeah, it's
1: scary. It's interesting.
0: Perspective. And yeah.
1: aside from uh, Devin Dream's Miami Academy, I'm Armando Alvarez. I'm a realtor. Call me. I got a listing coming up soon. Can't really disclose where it is because you know they have some rules against it and all that. But it's a single family home. For those interested, hit me up. Um, and for any of your needs, man, buying, selling, real estate advice, give me a call. Hit me up, and we'll we'll make something happen. But Mike, you know I'm I'm wearing my Marlins uh, shirt. Got a Marlins hat. I forgot what side the logo's on. It's on right this here, one. This, this, this one, this guy right there. Thirty. thirtieth so 30th anniversary. Thirtieth 30th anniversary.
0: Nice hat.
1: I picked that up yesterday at the stadium. Diamond Dreams had a bunch of kids over yesterday. It was a fun event, Mike. Thanks for setting that up. And after the game, we got to go on the field with our with our kids and and throw the ball. Uh, how long have you been
0: doing this with Diamond Dreams? So I've been doing that. I've been doing that uh, that on field activity since before COVID. Nice. They stopped doing it after COVID uh, for about a year. And then they, they they you know they emptied up again last year, but I like the event because um, you know it gives the kids number one the kids are always smiling when they're down there you know what I'm saying they get on the field the lights and everything the parents and it gives the you know the kids kind of like a diff- different perspective you know and what I've noticed with that is that some kids get motivated with it man you know they get motivated with it they go out there they like it they throw the ball around they like what they're seeing they get you know wow the stadium the big lights. And um, I like giving them that opportunity, you know, once a year. You know, it's, no, it's it fun for cool. me. The parents have a good time. We had a great section. We sold about 150 tickets. You know, I took my wife out there with my girls. It was a family event. And, um, and we got the W.
1: Baby almost you caught know? a foul ball.
0: Hey, almost caught a foul ball. I think one of our dads did. Max's dad, right? I think Elda's husband caught a foul ball. I think so. yeah. Somebody caught one, yeah, but uh, yeah, it hit yeah. off
1: Pepe's hand first. Oh, Pepe, did he? Pepe was carrying his daughter, uh. but he had like I think food on the other hand. Had to drop something. Uh. Tried to catch it. Almost caught it. Yeah,
0: hey, I'll tell you what though. It was nice to see a big can't crowd. make pizza today because it, no, it hurts. Yeah, he no, he's got to take the day off. Order, order Magic City. <laughs> order Magic City. Best pizza. Best pizza. Order it straight to his house. Hey, um, you know, but I think you know the Marlins. You know they got the W. You know, what did you think of the game, Armando?
1: Man, it w you know, it's it it's funny. It's funny you ask because um, you know, I was thinking about the pitch count, right? Um in the stadium it's not bad. You know, when when you're there because pitch clock. The pitch clock. You know right. the pitch clock, not the pitch count. The pitch clock, it it goes, you know, it goes by pretty fast. Yesterday that we had the event after, you know, m- most of these kids that were there were you know, like 5 6 years old. You know, the the patience isn't isn't all there, you know, they get yeah. a little antsy after a while and And the fact that the game's a little bit sped up helps out. You know, before you knew it, we were in the outfield there waiting for, waiting to go down, and it went by pretty fast. You know, Um, and then the game, the game was good. I knew at one point I was, um, I was sitting in front of uh, Andy Rangel, Tent World Miami, awesome world, awesome awesome world, right? Tent World Doral, hit him up up for tins for ceramic coating, rims, great place, everything, speakers, sound system, everything. So he was sitting behind me, and he um, it's like 5-1, and I told him, dude, we, we should win this game. Oakland's the worst team in baseball. <laughs> There's going to be a comeback at some point, and, and, there, and there was. Um, they came back and won. He called the, the, the Cooper home run. He's like, man, this guy hit a home run now. He's going to tie it. I think he's going to do it. Tied the game. And, you know, Sandy had one bad inning, again. But then he settled down, and he you know he did his thing. I'm glad they left him in the game. Uh, but, um, but Sandia Cantara, you know, going, going through his troubles and Mike, I'm, I'm, I'm so impressed with, uh, Julie Gurriel, you know, he's older. He got a shot with the Marlins. If you've listened to us since day one, I think it was like since episode one, we've been saying the Marlins should have signed <laughs> Julie yeah. Gurriel and they yeah. finally did. And he's done wonders for them. He had four hits yesterday.
0: Yeah, no, he's really been putting it together since, you know, since he started getting a little more at-bats and, um... And, and you know what? It's a nice sign. It's looking good right now. He's giving me a lot of fantasy points right now in my <laughs> fantasy league. Um, the fantasy. Amando, the Sandy, I, I see him a click off still. You know, I see that him a click off. I, You know, it's that one bad inning every game. You know, four or five innings. You know what I mean? And um, I don't know. I just don't – he's going to have to really dig out of this, Amando, because, yeah, it's every game. It's something. You know what I mean? So – um, we're getting close to the All Star break. It's, you know, nice little break there, and hopefully, he can have a great second half. But you know,
1: let's see, man, because uh, you know let's they see. if if he puts it together, then you have Elie Pérez, who's pitching amazing. You know, the bats are waking up a bit, right? Yeah, uh,
0: except Jacob Stallings, right? What I'm what I'm saying is that the team is in second place. The team's done a great job with him struggling.
1: Like I said last week, you know if what I mean. Was,
0: if we time this perfect. <laughs> If we time this perfect around Sandy on the second half of this All-Star break and we get going, we're in good shape. And maybe we even sign somebody. Maybe we even bring somebody.
1: I think so. Trevor
0: Look, Bauer dealt the other day, by the way. Yeah. Just, but it's okay.
1: It's Look, right. if, if the Marlins are sitting somewhere where they are now at, at the All-Star
0: break they or the trade deadline,
1: they're going to make a trade. They
0: got to. They they're have to. Trade. They have to. They have to bring an arm. And let me, let me tell you something also in the first thing you mentioned regards to the pitch clock. I'm also a person who gets adjusted very easily. Okay, so I've adjusted the ways I go about the things I do there. Okay, and I thought about it a lot yesterday sitting there watching the game and. You know, it's growing on me a little bit, the pitch clock, the pace thing, like, all right, let's keep this going. All right. Second inning, like that first inning yesterday flew. Ryan, what dad told me? Hey, we're going to be here in sub sub two hours. We'll be on the field ready because (laughs) the first three (laughs) innings were flying. It was like, boom, boom. But if you're sitting in your seat. And you've already done everything you want to do. And you're going to sit down and watch a baseball game. And you're going to sit in your seat and watch it with that pitch clock. I was okay with it. I'm changing. Yeah, and, a, I'm, and, I'm making some adjustments. And look, maybe, you know? maybe
1: maybe I feel the same way because I got there early. I went and had Pincho, pincho, you know, factory Pincho Burger. parking.
0: Right? Good parking. Mike parking. Good parking. Right, the good parking,
1: parking, good, parking, right, right there where, where Mike told me to park. Right there. It's right there. Um, went to the store. We got there with enough time. My son met uh, Jeff Conan, who was handing the out the shirts, jerseys, Mr. which Martin. was cool. Uh, so, so yeah, I didn't need to move from my seat, except you know maybe to take my son to the bathroom once, another time to get ice cream, um, and, and we had the event after. So I didn't mind right. the the pace of the game, but you know on a, on a normal day, you yeah it goes by it goes by really fast, yeah. you know, and you may not get that. Yeah. That quality family time, but, but it, it was fine.
0: I like the 220 in between innings. I think that's perfect. I think that's perfect. Um, eh, Amando, what's up with the umpires, man?
1: Dude, I saw, I forget what game it was. Why, why is was the there Cubs.
0: no patience with, with, with the hitters or anybody? Why can't, why, can't, why can't there be a little back and forth, two, three words to each other? Hey, I think you missed that. Why? Well, I think no, you well, I they, think you I think you missed it. Well, we'll see after the game. Okay, no problem. They, they have a, we'll, a quick but, trigger this year. video. And and w- is MLB doing anything about these umpires in a rating system because they they say it all the time, "Oh, this this umpire last game had a perfect rating behind the plate. He got every pitch perfect." Are those the are are are, are they tracking these these umpires with how good they are? How many um, times they call timeout to do a, a replay against that guy. How many do they win? How many do they lose? How many times are they right? Because when I get to the playoffs, I want to have all these bad guys weeded out.
1: Yeah, there's no need. No need to keep them in there.
0: You know what I mean? So is MLB
1: doing anything? Did you see the umpire that got in the way of the runner yesterday? Oh, my gosh. In the Cubs game? He, he was right on the base path. And... And yeah, they're like, oh, but the runner should have, it was, it was interference. I mean, he's like, the, the, the runner may have been out because it was a force out, but he looked at him like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, why the hell are you standing in the
0: way? Um, no, and they're tossing guys left and right for- Yeah, no, for, no patience whatsoever. For, with no patience. That's why I'm wondering, I wonder if, they, if MLB has some type of system in place with that. I wonder.
1: I don't know. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what's going to- Because I want the best guy
0: all year. I want the best guy. All year, behind the plate, home plate, seven games. Yeah. I don't want the best guy the first night, and then the second night we get the second best guy. No, no, behind the home plate. If this guy, if Armando was the best guy behind the plate the whole year, that's the guy I want the worst Seven games.
1: And I don't care how long, you know, what service time they have, how long they've been umpires. No. Because it's the same thing, like, no, let's say with, with you know, some people have this this beef with teaching, that some, some teachers get tenured because, of, oh, they've been there 30 years. Oh, my God. If they're a shitty teacher, they're a, sh- a shitty teacher. Yeah. If you're a shitty umpire, I don't care if you've been if you're Angel Hernandez yeah, exactly. or exactly. or the other guy. Exactly. You know, like this umpire the other day that got in in, in the player's face. He's been an umpire for yeah. a long time. Yeah. I don't care how long yeah. you've been doing it. It was exactly. wrong. It was wrong. So when the playoffs come, I want you just like you want your kids to have the best teachers. I want the baseball playoffs to have the the best umpires because you don't need oh. But this guy's been a major league umpire for forty years. I don't give I don't give care. a crap. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It's like, oh what he was calling balls the but other they, day that were strikes can, and vice they versa. Can,
0: they can rate everything now and get a percentage now of everything with all the cameras and how perfect are they and, no, and, and are now, they getting the call right or are they not have, getting the call right? Because there wasn't a bat the other day with Ozuna.
1: Struck out on three balls, right? He
0: struck out on the first three pitches. The umpire strike one, strike two, strike three, he then swung the bat once. And all three were outside the strike zone. And in my opinion, that shouldn't happen. Absolutely not. You know, listen, I know that traditionally umpires and they make the mistakes and that's part of the game and that's how it happens. Divac shouldn't have had 16Ks that day, Amando. Nope. Okay? He shouldn't have. You know what I mean? Um, I think that that the MLB is is, going to get into a perfect system behind home plate. You're not only going to have one pitch track. You're going to have four from four different angles that aren't going to miss. They're going to give you a 3D version of exactly where that pitch was. Or you're going to have a challenge system like they're already trying in AAA. Jason Dominguez challenge one, remember? Yep. You know, so, but they're going to have to have some type of system because, and it's got to be a quick system. You can, oh, yeah, right away, oh, yeah, challenge, challenge, boom, ball. Red light, green light. That's it. It's
1: 2023. You know, it's. There, there's some things that technology isn't good for, you know, like you don't you don't need robots. Like th- every time they put like those videos of like those robot dogs doing backflips, I'm like, what are you guys doing? Did you guys not Amanda, watch Terminator? I want but for, for 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 strikes, dude, use all the technology. It's there.
0: Amando. It's I easy. Want it's strikes easy to be. Stri- OK, I, I, on the base pads, we got right safe or out. Right. We got the replay system. We got the bigger bags. Yeah. We got everything in place. Right. OK. I want to know the difference. I want to know a strike, and I want to know a ball. I don't want to say, oh, my God, this guy se poncho con la base hiena, and when the pick tracks comes out, the ball's four inches outside. No. No, I don't want that for the game of baseball. I don't want an umpire's emotion. I don't want an umpire what he thinks he saw. We can have a perfect system. And we can even make it more interesting where we have a, pers- a perfect system per player. Because your strike zone can be my strike zone, Armando. Where the other team has to study your strike zone. Yep. And then that electronic box can adjust to the to that hitter strike zone. Pre-programmed, pre-done. You got to show up. They put the sensors on you just like they do it. And they create the box. And you study your box. And and, and you learn to hit within uh, your box. Are you telling but me your box should not change, Armando.
1: Are you telling me Altuve and Judge don't have That's the same box? That's what I'm
0: going to. <laughs> they,
1: they shouldn't have the same box. Absolutely
0: not. I hate to say it, but Judge's box should be bigger. Yep. The guy, just the way it should be.
1: Six foot. What, six? You know
0: what I mean? And this guy's box needs to be condensed. That's my box. But they need to fix it.
1: I'd be walking a whole lot in the you're majors. you Jose Altuve size or no? Smaller.
0: You're smaller than Jose Altuve?
1: At least on paper. You could be throwing a few inches know, there, don't know. you know. This no mentira, una guayaba.
0: Amando, is Jose Altuve a cheater?
1: I don't know. I don't know if that Houston team cheated or not. I, I assume they did because they were very, you know, quiet about it. He didn't want to show off his tattoo, he says. BS. He had something in there. Amando,
0: if you're on a jury of seven and, and you had to pick one side or the other, guilty.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He is guilty.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I love it! I love it! I love it! I was I on
1: um it. I was on jury duty one time. Amando, but okay, we're go ahead, go ahead And um, we were doing it was um, a criminal case, and one of the jurors, she was older, she was um o- older African American woman, like beautiful woman, bro, like eighty something years old, like she was telling stories, and we were just like fascinated because you know she had stories to tell. She was telling me about discipline, too, man. You know, like how back then, hey, they laid down the law. It wasn't go to your room.
0: No, it wasn't time out. It
1: wasn't just like chancleta. Like, this lady was like, I was whooping some boys, you know? Oh, yeah. And and I remember, like, going, I was a jury foreman. I was going one by one. And I was like, Mike, guilty? Guilty. 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 And I said, I forgot her name. I don't want to, like, mess it up, you know? Um, Said her name. And... I said it again, you know, she was kind of like looking around, you know, she was older and she goes, me? She's like, that boy guilty. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how, that's how I would tell about Altuve, that boy guilty, man. Uh,
0: um, well, we never know. Well, we never know.
1: You know, and, and were they the only, if they did it, were they the but only some, team doing some, it? But some, but it's some. It's hard, um, Mike, in a league of some, 32 teams, more than one team had to catch I on. I think that things.
0: every team is pick, trying to pick up signs. Yeah. That, mean, which is fine, but yeah. I don't think every team's trying to do it electronically. We have a special guest. Yeah. little Perrito. El Perrito okay. there. That's okay. he's a, He's Wait. an Altuve fan. He got pissed. Oh, he got upset. He's talking shit about him. An Astros him. fan. I don't want to do that. I don't want to upset that. <laughs> it's like but, yeah, hey, I, I think the we'll, we'll never know. But some players have dropped little things here and there. Little twit, tweets, you know. Yeah. Done a couple things. But, hey, we'll every, never know. It doesn't matter. Everybody's but, always but, trying but to get But let's, let's say they didn't know. Every pitch. Ah, well, the Yankees only lost by one run. It Goes to show how good they were, and it goes to show you how hard baseball is. Mm-hmm. Man, I would have loved to have been in the minor leagues and loved to know what every pitch was. Oof. Not sure it made the difference, but man, I would have felt more comfortable in that box. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's Crazy, interesting.
1: I remember one time in little rant there. I remember one time in little league, I had two strikes, um, and I was hitting, and and a, a good friend of mine at the time was pitching. And he kind of looks at me, and he smiles, and he throws the next one right over the plate, but I wasn't expecting that. I ended up striking out, and he goes to me, "You know, I grooved that third pitch <laughs> <that laughs> to you, so you could hit it somewhere." And I was like, "Bro, it was perfect down the middle. Like I should have known, but you know." Baseball's hard. Hey, how many times? How many times have have? guys that have played professionally where i played at some point go to play soft pitch oh, softball big time and miss
0: They can i've seen i've seen college players strike out three times in front of me la suave the globe i've seen it i have seen it a million times
1: <laughs> i saw a guy every the sports other sports got their
0: every sports got their thing you know what i mean every sports got their little yep thing that you got to be good at
1: i saw a guy you know? the other day at twin kings he was hitting um switch he was sw- switch hitting in the batting cages, when he would he was hitting right-handed and then when he would go to hit left-handed he was still holding the bat,
0: oh my god, the
1: same way. And all the dads from Diamonders were like, hey, man, check, check that out, you know, you are looking. And I think Nobody the guy noticed him. that we were. Nobody told him.
0: No. Fuck him.
1: <laughs> I said, <"Hold> on. <laughs> But um, the guy noticed we were looking, and he must have been like, hey, llamando, tell
0: him, hey, oye las manos."
1: Las <laughs> manos. <laughs> But uh, maybe maybe he has like a hard time. I don't know, no, man. Really it right. was just it was just weird. Mondo, did you bowl? I've gone bowling. I'm I I, yeah. I could bowl. You like to bowl? Not very good, but I could bowl. I'm About trying. a
0: hundred. I want to set something up.
1: A little bowling bowling tournament. Little, oh, we still need to do the bun challenge, by the way.
0: Mario, um, Mario's waiting. Yep. I saw Alex Pardo. Alex Pardo was telling him that. Uh, <laughs> Some are doing push-ups and curls day in Park. Alex Pardo was saying this
1: out. guy's trying to uh, back out.
0: Who? Mario. Yeah,
1: Mario's I, like, "No, that's that's I BS."
0: I don't know if the practice sessions worked out.
1: We're going to do it. We're going to do it that this was. this month. Now, yeah, school's finished this this week. All the graduations. Got kindergarten graduation on it. on Wednesday. And then summer. That's it. We'll Summer's do the bun here. challenge. And we'll, we'll put it on our on our IG.
0: Summer is here. I'm excited, man.
1: Yep. Excited. Summer baseball, Mike. You know, now there's a transition with kids going into into you know six U, some kids you know taking the summer off, which is fine. You know some kids want to try other sports, right. which is cool. But you know there's kids coming to uh, to put the work in. Other kids that you know are, are are coming in and 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 they're facing you know the the competition because it changes stuff a bit. I mean, and I've noticed through two practices, six um, U now there's a more a lot more demand from from these kids. You know it's not. Hey, get the ball and roll it over to first or throw it to first. No, no, no. no I got to figure You're it out. You're throwing it in the air. You have to yeah. learn how to catch in the air. You're flipping to second. Yeah,
0: we're not running the bases anymore. You know, I tell people all the time, like, you know, what you do in the T ball division, like, don't, like, that's not, that doesn't go into the upper division, which is 6 you and up. You know what I mean? That's um, a completely different program. Um, the biggest thing uh, that we try to do is try to get them to catch and throw a lot. Getting to understand how their arm works, how far they can throw it, where do they have to release it to get it there, and that's going to take a while. You know, the first the first week of practices were very good; they were very good. I was very happy. Um, but you're going to start seeing once we get into week four or five that they're 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 going to have a lot more control. You know, but how do we do that? By throwing a lot, Armando. You know, I recommend every every player that's into the six u division now throw a lot, throw every day, ten minutes.
1: And look, what's you know, what's the difference, Mike, now between I mean I guess we could say a hundred differences, right? But between kids now and kids in our generation, because let's say there there's there's exceptions. The auricules for for instance, and we were we were talking about them right right before the podcast, great people. Um their kids, Matthew and Caleb, constantly throwing. Every time I, I see their they're on vacation they take a ball and glove. Yeah, that's, and why, they can, that's why they can and catch and throw. they're throwing and throwing and throwing. throwing, and, throwing and, and that's throwing. why they can catch and throw, right? Right. And you and I were saying when we were kids, When my, I my, my, my dad yeah. would sit down in his recliner to watch a baseball game, and there was a door right outside his little, he had a little cuartico, and he would sit in his recliner watching the Yankees. And in my sala, like, it, the there was a door, and I would tell my dad, Dad, I'm going to stand on this side of the door, and I'm going to throw it to you. My dad would stay in his recliner, throw it back to all me. All day. and we, He'd all watch day. almost the entire game like that. All day. And then i sit down with him and yeah. watch the game. When he got home from, from work, yeah. puppy. let's go outside and throw. Let's go to the park and throw. Yeah,
0: and it was an all-day thing. And it was something that, you know, I do see, you know, I do see a lot of players, like you mentioned, you know, Caleb and stuff. He's always got their glove and Lucas and, you know, Owen's always in his backyard. You know, they have a nice setup there with turf. Yes. And they're always in their backyard doing yes. stuff. But, all the time. But, you know, that's kind of like how what we were talking about, like, I remember just, oh, I'm bored, you know, super bored. I get a tennis ball, I get my glove, I go to my front porch, I throw the ball off the high roof, and then wherever it comes down, boom, just, you know, throwing myself those type of fly balls, you know, seeing where it lines up on the tile, where it's going to come down, and then you catch it, boom, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, you know, throwing the ball against the wall, and then, you know, I did a lot of that. And I think that just this 10-week transition period from T-ball to 6U, I think that you're, the difference is, is going gonna, is gonna to be in the kids that can, that can really figure that out sooner. You know what I mean? And play a lot of catch. Yeah, man. Play a lot I, of catch. A lot. A I lot, love a lot, throwing
1: a lot. baseballs against a wall and catching the grounder and doing it on repeat. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a repetition thing, man. And look, and, and, and me as a dad, like, yeah, admittedly, sometimes I, I feel like I need to do a little bit more. Like with Anderson, like, hey, let's go outside. Let's throw a little bit more. The other day I started, my brother gave me this ball that's, it's soft. And I started throwing to him inside the house. I'm like, hey, just catch it, and then he was like, hey, we've been doing this for a while. Like, when when am, when are we done? And I go, when you catch two in a row, mm-hmm. we're done. And um, you know, maybe that's we need to do more of that. We need to do that a little bit more. But um, um, it, it, it'll it'll all, it all comes together. It's just it a does. Matter but of I, I think repetition. that I,
0: I think that a lot of people do it backwards. I think that I understand that you can't throw it unless you catch it. But you don't got to catch a perfect right now. You can just knock it down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see a lot of kids working very hard on the way that they attack and catch the ball, which is super important. But they do that more than they play. Play they, they do catch and throw. They'll go to a private lesson, and they'll do 30, 35 minutes, an hour of defense, charging and pick, but then they, when they throw the ball, they can't throw it. You know what I'm saying? I would build it backwards. I would, let's throw more. Okay, and let's just worry about knocking it down, stopping it right now. But when I, you know, have a chance to stop a ball at a pitcher and make it throw the first, I'm going to give my chance and a team an opportunity to make that play. It can't be, oh, I caught it good, but then I threw it, you know, into right field. Hmm. It's got to kind of be a little backwards. You know what I'm saying? But we'll figure it out. Yeah, and, and look, we'll figure and, it out.
1: and most of them could throw. It's just inconsistent. So it's just being consistent. There was one kid yeah, the other you, day. You're going
0: to learn your release points yeah. by, number one, none of these kids throwing Arms are in the slot that they're they're not consistently always in the same spot every time. They're kids; takes years to build into that. You know what I mean? But the more they do it, the more they're going to get a feel for it. The more it's going to get loose. The more they're going to just how the ball feels in their hands. You know, you know, a kid who throws you know fifty balls a day is going to figure it out more than a kid who throws fifty balls a week. Yep, it's just the way it is set up. You know what I mean?
1: And look, and, and sometimes the way you throw, like the motion. It doesn't have to look pretty. Um, I remember. Not now.
0: Doesn't have to look pretty now. No, and you and,
1: and sometimes not. Not, not so, never. So, sometimes just not ever. Look, Luca, Luca He's on in six U. His dad Alex played with my brother. His his throwing motion is very weird, but dude, what a hell of a player! And he would throw it like shortstop, right on the money yeah, all a the time. On. You know, there was, a, there was a bunch of guys that threw different ways.
0: Yeah.
1: But as long as you get it done, you get it done.
0: Everyone's different. I
1: hold my pen like this. It's like the weirdest thing. My thumb is up, got two fingers here. Every time the teachers would do this, I was like, You
0: didn't like this it? This isn't comfortable. You didn't like I'm it? I'm going
1: to hold it like this. And I write just fine like that. And some people Perfect. are like, how is, that, how is that comfortable? I'm like, How is this comfortable you for like you? It. Right?
0: It's the way you like it.
1: So if I, if I did it extremely wrong, you know, I was writing like, you know, not very well. I'll then, a, then hey, we're all different. I'll, I'll try that, but we're all different. I was doing it fine. Doing it fine. Hey, maybe the guy holding the bat like this.
0: Oh, yeah, maybe <laughs> that guy holding the bat was looking at you guys, saying these guys are clueless. These, these guys, guys are doing yeah. it wrong all these the time. These guys are doing it wrong their whole life.
1: I got to figure it was out. Was he
0: hitting the ball? No, it was probably breaking yeah. his wrist. Didn't you he break your wrist like yeah. that. Oh my god.
1: Like I probably had un dolor. Jesus. I- oh my god.
0: That would have been tough.
1: Surgery. Dude, so um, NBA Finals. Oh. You know, before we we wrap up in a few minutes, uh, NBA Finals. The Heat tie this up, man, one one. And after Game One, I, I don't, I wasn't too um, too sure about the adjustments that were gonna be made, but they made some adjustments. Jokic still scored forty something, forty one, I believe, but r- barely any assists. You know, they they shut down the rest of the team and let him do the scoring. So that was one. Two shots started going in, and, and three Bam is playing the best basketball. He's played all, all playoffs. So stuff came together for the Heat yesterday, especially in the fourth quarter. Can they make it happen for three more games? Let's see, man. You know, they've been, they've been underdogs time after time, and they're getting it done.
0: Um, great game plan by Spolstra. That guy's a beast. That guy's awesome. Yeah. What a game plan. Let Joga score 41, but we're going to lock down everyone else. And they sure did. And they were aggressive under the boards, which I like to see. You know what I mean? So
1: Yeah, they played a little bigger. Um, they started man. Kevin Love. Good, very happy. Yeah,
0: I liked that. I liked that a lot, that veteranship there. I liked it. I, I thought that was a good move and at the right time. And, listen, I think that um, I hope that uh, Spalchor gets credit, I, I, brother. I don't think he's ever gotten coached because Because <laughs> those decisions are high-level decisions that make sense. Yep, absolutely. So, I wonder if Pat Riley talks. I wonder if they, you know, I wonder if he's got some say in that still. Or
1: Listen, I mean, Eric Spoelstra is a disciple of, of Riley. Yeah. You know, Riley, he was Riley's, you know, video coordinator for years and an assistant coach, and, and look where he's at now, you know, um, a few championships later. And look, the, the Heat have a good team, and I, I was talking to a friend earlier, and we were talking about moves that they should make in the offseason. Hey, you know, the, he need this and need that. And I'm like, we're about to win an NBA title with, with this cast. Yeah. You know, um, do we need to revamp next year? Of course, you know, guys leave, contracts expire, not everybody stays. You know, they could upgrade in a, in a few positions. I think they need some size. Do you really need Tyler Hero? He's missed the whole playoffs and we've been fine without him. Um, those are the decisions that are going to come next year. For now, the decisions I'm worried about are for game three. Right. Who's going to step up? Who's going to start? Who's going to come off the bench? What rotation are you going to do? Um, is Caleb Martin going to you know play again to his potential? Th- those are questions and, and you know decisions that are going to take place now. So that, that's what I'm interested in. And then we'll see in the offseason what happens.
0: Yeah, the offseason, you know, obviously, um, I think there's going to be a, quite a bit of free agents this offseason, number one. Um, I don't think the team needs a whale, like Pat Riley says. Well, there's some whales out there <laughs> some whales out there but i agree with you amando i don't think you know i think right now is the time to just focus all the energy on on the playoffs the team um let them do their thing support them and then hopefully after an nba championship know when that clock starts let's see yep. what kind of offseason we have but you know i'm a fan of tyler hero i like him i think he's a he's a difference maker but it's also true what you say that you know we've We've gone a whole playoff without him. We've been super fine. We haven't been fine. We've been super fine. Yeah. You know, so it'll be interesting to see. Hey, Look, and I'm not saying he can't play. Give it to the Godfather.
1: I'm saying that you could use him to get a player that's oh, yeah. maybe a bigger need. Yeah, no, right I agree. Now.
0: No, I agree 100%. I'm with you. Yeah. It's the right so, move. So, yeah. Mike, and,
1: and this time now, before before we we uh, finish the episode, I'm going to mention three things I saw on social media in the last week. And I want your opinion on them. These three videos went viral. Um, I think we probably shared each and every one of them, but there was one actually that we haven't shared because I saw it today, an umpire in a softball game, a softball player gets to the second baseman. She's charging the ball, gets it and realizes that even if she throws, she's not going to get that runner out. So she, she goes like, she's going to throw and holds the ball. The umpire called the girl out without the ball, even like getting thrown. Second baseman still had the ball.
0: Oh, yeah. Was that, like, high school or? It was
1: high. Uh, oh no, God. I think it might have been college or high school. I'm, oh my I'm, God. I'm, not, I'm
0: not sure, but. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm on the. Umpires fall asleep all the time. Umpires fall asleep. And look what happened to the Galaraga. Yep. No hitter. Umpires fall asleep for that one split second, and they get caught. You know, I hate to say it, use the term, but they get caught with their pants down. Yep. yep.
1: Moment number two. <clears throat> there was an outfielder. He went up trying to rob a home run. Went up. And he pretended he caught the
0: ball. And he ran.
1: The, the runner stopped running. The players were coming in. And then he, like, opened his glove, and he's like, I didn't catch it.
0: Yeah. What's uh, What would you do? Like, well, if you my, were the hitter, would well, you, like, charge
1: throughout the outfield and beat him up? I
0: or? would want to see the ball. But my question is, is that if no call was made and that runner thinks he's out and goes in the dugout, is the runner now out? I don't like, know. Like, where was the call? Like, did the umpire run out there? I saw it. Like, the kid totally faked it. And I think that if the kid would have just ran in and acted like he would have thrown a ball into the stands, like when he got close to the dugout or did some, just ran in. Oh, here's the ball after. I think he would have gotten away with it.
1: <laughs> he could have. And it wasn't even like a oh, like a gosh. huge college baseball yeah. game, you know? So, yeah. so that was two. The third one, Mike, there was a, a play. It was a softball game. They get a, was it a softball game? Yeah, it was a softball game. They, they get a double play to win the the game. Okay. There was a bunt. Girl gets the ball, <clears throat> overthrows it to first base. Right. First baseman gets it, throws home to get the runner, but the runner, when she was rounding third, bumps into the third baseman. Kind of stops, you know, stumbles a bit.
0: Obstruction.
1: Goes home, gets out. Catcher gets it, throws second, throws out the runner that was going from first to second. Umpires meet and say <sighs> interference.
0: Over umpiring.
1: Run, run scores. They won the state title on that on that call.
0: Over umpiring, and it happens all the time, you know. And, and it can't be like that, especially on the last play of the game. I'm a big fan of last plays of the game, just letting them go. Every every sport, just let them go. And that wasn't you know? the wor-
1: That wasn't the worst one, Mike. There was one more last play of the game. Also, high school championship. Catcher drops strike three. Oh my god, that was terrible. Gets it hey, just throw it to your first baseman, bro. That's the play. Throw it to your first baseman. Strike three, game over, state title. Let's go Let's go eat pizza. Let's oh go meet later, God. party it up. Instead, he goes to try to tag the runner. He goes, I caught him, I caught him. The umpire didn't do Nothing. this. He just looked at him. Yep. And the kid goes and starts celebrating on the mound.
0: Yep. Everybody scored, Mike. The Everybody only scored. They lost the state title the on that play. Only- the the only player on the field that had a clue. And if you watch the video again, take a look at the second baseman. The second baseman was the only player that noticed what was going on. And he ran in and he tried to get the ball and then. And they lost. Can you imagine, Armando? Oh my God. Just play the game the right way. If you're a catcher and you drop strike three, just step out and throw the first base. Easy. Easy.
1: That's it. That's all Easy you have peasy. to do. Easy Don't peasy. overcomplicate yourself. You know, it sucks for the Ugh. kid because the kid's going to live with that his whole life. Um, you know, it, it's it's a play that unfortunately, you know, it, it cost them their season. You know, they probably worked their butt off to get there. You know, they, they finally get there. Pitcher throws a perfect strike. Kid drops the ball. Step out. That's it. And throw. But in the throw. moment, you know.
0: Oh, my God. Ruined it. Yeah, I feel bad for those seniors. You know what a way to go out. <laughs> so,
1: but that that one wasn't so much umpiring. That one was definitely on the kid. The umpire yeah. just looked at him yeah. like,
0: "Hey, umpire made the right call." What are you gonna do? Umpire, I'm on the. I know that we get an umpires a lot, but most of the time, most of the time they get it right. Yeah. You know so.
1: You know who gets it right? DJ ADSR.
0: Wilbur Ray is.
1: So this has been episode. 38 and we didn't mention Kurt Schilling. And we didn't mention that was
0: my second number in Pro Ball. Nice. 3-8, baby. Get
1: the high the high threes. 37 and
0: the 3-8. We'll
1: see you for episode 39. See ya. Later.